Welcome back to the old Fumble Pod. Justin here to thank you very much for listening and supporting us. This episode is actually going to be the last October episode of 2021 because we are only days away from the greatest day of the year. November 1st, a day I like to call Discount Candy Day. We're days away from 75% off those tiny little peanut butter cups, days away from buy one, get one free bags of candy corn. There's exciting times on the horizon. Also, for anyone out there who doesn't share my love of Discount Candy Day or finds themselves with more candy than they know what to do with, email me at wtfumble at gmail.com and I'll give you all the details you need to ship me all your extra boxes of fun-sized Snickers bars. But anyways, whether you're going to send me all your leftovers or not, I still hope you enjoy episode 8 of What Fumble, going out on a limb. I think we're just going to get right into it. I've been thinking, I've, I've got to know. I've spent most of my week thinking, I wonder what they're thinking. Uh, so, what the hell are you guys thinking? Things left off pretty juicy. What do you guys remember? What's going through your minds? Where are we at? Oh, man. I know Slash, for one, is finally happy that he can see that this Van Richten character and who he is. Because he imagines him to be very powerful, especially if, if Tess and Lenara are very invested in him. So it's something that he's very, very pleased to to finally see in person. And seeing a spooky ghost like this, uh, I think, has only sort of reinforced that fact. Because not too many people can exactly communicate beyond the dead. So I'm sure he's he's very eager to find out more about how this, this particular piece of meat works yeah his name's been dropped quite a few times already i mean like you know out of characters you guys obviously have heard the name van richten before as players he's you know his name's all over source books <laughs> so not a big surprise to the players but yeah your characters now know that apparently he's locked up here too i was going through lenora's mind oh, all so, week slash uh, adam ah uh, so many things from the moment she has felt uh, we've all set foot in the domains of dread. It's been keep your head above water, figuratively and literally. And it's just been that just keep floating, just keep floating. And with the appearance of Erasmus and the mention of Van Richten, it's like she finally sees the lighthouse. So it's like something has just clicked on in her uh, now. So now it's gone from survival to determination and direction yeah i'm just concerned about how we're gonna hide this body like well it's not hard tack are we gonna feed it to merlin is that I, what you're in you know, I, I i i'll cast merlin what's your favorite flavor you'll cast of, what of hard tack or <laughs> yeah, uh, of human my favorite flavor of human yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Whatever, like the base of a thumb is. That's like that. What that that's that's what? your favorite part. No, obviously it's lemon flavored. True. Oh, there we go. Also true. Lemon. You're drop. literally asking the favorite flavor of a human, and Slash is right here. <laughs> Are you gonna eat it? I mean, I mean, I can, I can flavor one side, one and the other. The fuck are you I have no about? idea what we're talking about. Like legit. I just, I just want to know: Are we gonna shove it in our like in like? Are we going to put it in the freaking um, shit in, in uh, our cell? He got angry over hard tack, and now we have a big pile of meat. You need to get rid of a corpse. I say win-win. I mean, like, joking aside, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, so, I like, are we going to throw it into one of these empty rooms? Or, like, because maybe they, if, if the rooms are empty, then they're not going to check it? Um, or are we just going to shove it into our room because at least we know we have control over that if you can even 
um, repair all of the damage that we did with like the random through the food hole lasso that we did. Yeah, that's true. We could shove the body in. We passed by a cellar on our way to our cell. I'm assuming in that cellar, there's got to be a place maybe, even if we just hide it amongst a bunch of boxes and barrels, maybe, out of the way. Yeah, but I mean, you have to go through that cellar to get here every single time. It has the most foot traffic in the entire place. I think the best bet is to put the body into the cell that we were in, right? They're just assuming that we're in there. Eventually, they'll check it, but it might buy us the most amount of time for now. All right. I think I'm the smallest. I'll get in the same outfit as that guy. And then that way there's f- only five people in the cell. Everything's fine. I'm just excited that we get to see Van Richten. If, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's going to get us out of this mess, it's going to be that guy. So I'm banking on him telling us how to get out of here. I know Lustra, yeah. the main priority for Lustra is definitely to get his own agency back. This whole concept of, you know, being on a ship not having any agency, going on, being towed through the forest, no agency, going to an asylum and being trapped in a cell, no agency, no freedom, no nothing. If we're going to survive this, we can't be held against our will or held by other forces. We need to have the ability to move, make our own decisions and get anywhere but here. Yeah, but the thing is, here is the only place that we're going to be. We're in a domain of dread. It's not like we can go and like stroll down the country road and find the next inn. Like, we're on an island surrounded by death mist. Um, and piranhas. And piranhas. And many shark. And vampires. And this place is run by a guy who controls vampires, which is worse. So I've been trying to think of a plan, like, what to do, but I I can't get past just hiding the body and then seeing what happens next. Like, it, are, are any of these cells occupied? Like, should we search them? I don't know. We do need more information. Before yeah. uh, we get too far to, there's a, a right quick bit of housekeeping we gotta get to. I think last time I told you guys that this guy had... I think I called it a club at some point, but, like, mechanically... The weapon you've gotten off this uh, orderly's body, it's like, it's more cudgel size. It's like a massive baseball bat. Think like the kind of club that like, a cartoon caveman would have. Uh, so long story short, this club does 1d8 of bludgeoning damage and is a martial weapon. It's kind of like a morning star, closer to a morning star stat-wise. So whoever, uh, I can't remember who ended up taking that. I did because uh, I thought it was a club. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, mechanically, it's actually a martial weapon. Does 1d8 bludgeoning. It's a big ass, like caveman club. It's a cudgel. Well, uh, if Lustra wants to upgrade his femur, or if Merlin wants um, to diversify his damage types. Yeah, I think Lustra will go and take that. If- True. Underneath this guy's uh, robes, does he look completely human? Does he look experimented on? Does he look completely healthy? Uh, yeah, if you take off the uh, robes and cloak, he I mean, he's a pretty big, burly human. Uh, you don't see any signs of like physical abuse. But he does appear to be just normal old human. Can I roll a medicine check to see if he can get that fat off a hardtack? Well, I mean, you passed through the cellar that had a ton of fresh foodstuffs okay. in it. So I don't think it takes much of a role for you to realize there's more than hardtack here. All right. I think some of us took off our masks and robes, and I think we sh- this would be a good time to put them back on I before have we go forward. never t- taken them off. You haven't. I know Merlin has. So I think Merlin's going to find his mask and robe and, and make sure he puts that on. Okay. How's everyone else sitting on mask and robe? Do you have yours on, Tess? Uh, Tess had taken her mask off, but um, now that the Merlin's putting it back on, he's the soul of caution. So if Merlin's going to do it, Tess is going to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, L- Lustra I, will follow suit, as will Salash. All right. So everyone suits back up. Yeah, I mean, a few moments ago, the ghost of Lenara was convinced is uh, the Erasmus Van Richten, the son of Rudolf Van Richten, and showed up, drew a bunch of maps. He drew this, uh, the, the basement you're in, as well as the large island of Dominia. And 
vanished. He drew these things with such speed. There's so much information thrown at you in about you know, maybe a minute or two of Erasmus being there. Uh, you kind of got the impression he was he was rushed, that he knew he didn't have much time to tell you everything he'd love to tell you. So if anything seemed cryptic from the information he gave you, you kind of get the the impression that that's why he was, the kid was pressed for time. But there's also this body in the hallway that I'm assuming you want to, sounds like you want to deal with one way or another. What are we doing? Clocks are ticking. What's happening? For that whole minute, Lenara would just be taking the notes of everything that was on the wall. Um, even if she has a half second Erasmus's uh, condition, and just furiously focused on that. His condition? Just, well... He's dead. <laughs> good. Yeah, check that off. But uh, if, you know, just how his spirit looked to maybe any of the pictures that she would have been shown about him. I uh, definitely only ever saw this kid's face from that one time. You kind of accidentally saw a picture uh, poking out of Van Richten's notes. Uh, it's not like you've... It's not like he ever sat you down and went over the yearbooks with you. But he seemed like, I mean, he was pleading with you. He had a pleading look on his face. He looked sad at the thought that his father was in a position that he couldn't get out of, I guess. Pleading look. All right. Well, while Tess is not, sorry, while Linara is taking down notes, um, uh, Tess is going to go up to the entryway of this entire place uh, with and just put her ear to the door to the pantry just to make sure that there's no movement coming from the other side and um, is going to uh, whisper to everyone, we need to get this body out of this place, or at the very least out of these hallways. Slash looks, looks to Lustra and points to the room that they just came out of. So are we throwing him in our cell or are we leaving him? A- anywhere else but here. So Lustra is going to pick up the body and drag it back to our own cell. Okay. Let's drag the body of this orderly to your cell. And if I remember right, Lenora was kind of doing some mending on the the handle. I mean, at this point, enough minutes have gone by that you can probably have fixed that if that's your desire. You still want to go that route? Yeah. So you fix that up as best you can. Body's in the cell. Tess, why don't you give me, I guess, a perception check to see and hear anything going on on the other side of the pantry door. Uh, 10. Uh, 10 is... Man, you don't hear anything. Cool. Yeah, I guess I'll wait until they have the body dragged in, and then, I mean, Lenara would probably be cleaning up the blood as well, presumably. Yeah. Like, we don't want to leave... We, we basically don't want to leave Evidence. anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Clean up the blood smears from dragging the body. Cool. Uh, and if we're all going back in, um, I think think that Tess would want to take like the food that the guy dropped and at the very least put like a bit of hardtack underneath each of the doors in this place because like if there are people in there then we just killed their only meal ticket so um, you're just gonna put this hard that the he had four pieces of hardtack on oh. him you just pop them into random doors and yeah sure okay yeah you do that cool Excellent! I did it, guys. Yay. Um, and yeah, then I'll go go the go join the group in our cell. You guys, all good. Just go back to your cell. Uh, Slash would rather talk to, or I'm sure, in the midst of Lunara writing everything down furiously, he would just tap her on the shoulder and say, "Do we wish to go to the X? Perhaps find out a little bit more. Are you done here? I very much want to know." If he is still there, and if he is, in what state he's in. Then I suggest we go now while the time is right. Well, what time of day is it? Is it anyway? Uh, right now, you guys arrived uh, mid to late afternoon. You've been here at this point about an hour and a half. I think you waited about an hour before you decided to get out of this cell and do some snooping around. Uh, so... It's the equivalent of uh, five, six o'clock. Okay, so like dinner time slash lights out for this place. 
perhaps. When Tess was going around, like putting hardtack under under the doors, um, did they look well worn, or did did they look like they seen some traffic, or were they were like dusty or something that they were just like placeholders? Uh, give me a perception or investigation, rather. I'm so good at that. Natural one. It's hard to tell. It's all Shit. pretty dirty and dusty down here. Fair. Um, so, yeah, I guess with that, uh, you'd just be like, well, I mean, what, do you think there's going to be someone to come look for this person who is supposed to be delivering food places? Was this his last stop? So, should we still be wandering around if they send someone looking for him? Uh, probably true, but I I agree with Salash. We should we should go let Van Richten know at least that we're here, and then maybe we can go back to our cell and play cool. All right, take the keys. I'll keep a lookout at the doorway. Salash nods and motions towards the the door with the X in the map. Luther's going to stay behind with Tess. Hey, look, we got to keep the buddy system. So me and Tess will stay back. The rest of you go to Van Richten, okay? Sounds good. Lenara, you're going to have to take the lead. He's going to recognize your voice. All right. Follow me. Off to the X. All right. So you guys head to the X on the map, cell number 10, where young Erasmus, or the ghost of young Erasmus, indicated that Dr. Van Richten was inside of. You get outside of the cell door. What do you do? I'm going to listen to the door, see if there's any... Sound, movement, muttering. Sure, give me perception. Ooh, 19. There's none. Slash seeing, uh, seeing Lunara, you know, check the door, listen to the door. Um, Slash wants to go up next door and just be like, please, let me take a look to see if the door is trapped or not. By all means. So, Slash would like to check if the door is trapped. Sure, investigation. Uh, that's a 19. 19 door does not appear to be trapped it does appear to be locked the same in the same fashion that your cell door was locked there's that same little uh, panel i guess at the bottom of the door to to slide some food tray hardtack kind of stuff into in which case slash would definitely go and fetch the keys i think it was taz who took the keys uh sure yeah she'll Give them right back. Um, so Slash is going to grab the keys and come on back. You're going to try the keys on this door? Lenara will hold up her hand first. She will just whisper through the door in Infernal. Rudolph Van Richten, is that you? There's no response. And now she'll motion to Slash to uh, open the door. Click, click. Tries the first key. Doesn't work. Takes it out, tries the second key. Doesn't work. Well, crap. Hmm. Wasn't there three keys on there? On no. Captain Baker's ring, not this guy. Ooh. Uh, all right. Well, then. She, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say she just slides the bottom and says, Van Richten, are you in there? There's no response. Yeah, Merlin wants to just, like peek through that uh, food slot at the bottom, see if you can see any feet. Yeah, absolutely. There's no feet. There's no one. It's an empty room. I think we can uh, safely say that he's not in there. Maybe he's playing some volleyball. Can I history check to know how good he was at volleyball? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think it takes much of a role. (laughs) Know that Van Richten's a pretty busy guy. I doubt he took enough time for himself for volleyball. He should (laughs) have. When he looks back on it all, I'm sure he says, damn, should spend more time at volleyball. <laughs> Could have been a champion. All right. Well, Slash, yeah. you know, sort of scratches the back of his head and looks to the the other people and says, "So, do we move to the eye then, or do we wait to see if? I mean, that's already supposed to be held. Maybe he was one of those people outside. Oh, for sure. But." Uh... It's only a matter of time before they return. That's it. But if we have that amount of time for quick investigation, that's more information we have sitting in our cell than not. Well, does anyone have pen and paper? Everyone looks to Lenara. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me staring blankly at you through the robe. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps we uh, 
write a little message, slide it under his door. Maybe he'll see it later. Ooh, clever. Mm. That is the first, probably not the, no, that, that is the first amazing thing you've said. Uh, it might be the last, so cherish it. <laughs> um, take my inspiration. I, I really like that. That's good. Right ahead of, I really want some pepperoni. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, we're getting there. <laughs> You've got my, my inspiration now there, buddy. Uh, Noted. And uh, she will write down, Van Richten, it's me, Lenara, Theradane. We are trapped here as well. Uh, jumping back between Elven, Infernal, and Abyssal. Okay. And uh, slide that and toss it in like one of the corners. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then latch it back up so it doesn't look like we were here. Yep. Um, now what? <laughs> oh, also we're in cell one. <laughs> <laughs> cell one is over here. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So Ash um, uh, looks at the keys quizzically and goes to uh, cell door number nine and tries the keys in that. Does it open the cells in cell number nine? No. Both keys don't work. That is correct. Presumably one of them's for the uh, cellar door. Presumably. I'm just wondering if this one other key. I'm just wondering if this one other key would work for another cell. Um, So he's going to run down to the space with the eye. You have to go through a couple of weird doors we haven't seen. Oh, is definitely that... a lot of places to go before you can get. Well, not a lot, but oh, there's there's okay. stuff between you and the eye. He's certainly right. heading that direction. Right. Uh, but to get into those rooms, you would have to go back. When you were brought down here into the this basement full of cells, you were brought through a kitchen that's upstairs down into the cellar, and then that cellar has two doors in it. You walked through one door, brought you to these cells, and the eye that Erasmus drew on the map, and where it's drawn kind of looks like it's probably on the other side of that second door in the cellar that you haven't been through oh, yet. Oh, right, right, right. True. Um, in which case, if there's enough time, Slash would still like to try both keys in each of the cell doors to see if it works in any of them. Uh, so you take some time to try both keys and every single cell door down here? Yeah, that's that's the idea. I'm going to say that probably takes about 10, 15 minutes for you to do. And you come up with nothing. They don't open any of these doors. Slash groans at the keys. It would seem that none of these cells are available to us. However, this may bring us closer to freedom. Well, I mean, he was just kicking food in the bottom, not uh, bringing prisoners. True. Do we, I suppose we have no other choice then, but to venture back into the cellar and try other doors. If this means I get some dried mango, I'm all in. (laughs) We're all wearing the masks and robes. We look just like anybody else here. So as long as we act like we own the place, there's no cause for alarm. I mean, I'm just saying that... The ghost of Enrichten's son? Yes? Son. Um, he seemed like he was in a rush or in a hurry or that he didn't have a lot of time. I'm just saying there's no reason that we shouldn't at the very least try to like write down the timing of things. Like meal times, when people come in, when people go out, if there are more people, if this person is going to be missed... I mean, we're we're running around blind and going in dick first through a door has not really done well for us in the past. All right. So you suggest that we wait it out? Is that what I'm hearing? Just for a few hours. Uh, may- maybe give it give it an hour. If nothing happens, we can do whatever you want. We can get you as much dried mango as you can eat. We do have keys now, and it's presumed I suppose I don't need to presume. And Slash will saunter up. We haven't done any sauntering lately. <laughs> he will saunter up to the cellar door and see if it he can lock it or unlock it. Uh, one of the keys absolutely fits into the lock. Well, if nothing else, we can certainly leave the cellar, but it does not change the fact that these keys do not work for our cell, so we would have to do another escape act if we were to fall back into our own cell. Is there a way we can just leave it unlocked? Or would that be obvious? 
Is there a way we can leave it unlocked or would it just be obvious? <laughs> Dustin? Uh, probably so. I mean, you like wrecked it enough that I suppose if you didn't go fully through with all the mending, like you could probably leave the, the, uh, what's it called? Like the, the, like leave lock. the handle intact, but the lock busted on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good idea. Just like leave us an escape so we can do some after dark, after hours sneaking. Yeah, you guys busted it all up, so I don't see a problem with just repairing the parts that just like you have to. Yeah, aesthetically, sure. Okay, right. well, that's right. my vote. Um, if we want to go search now, total, I'll I'll help out. I'm just scared of people coming down those stairs because. The guy one-cycled Slash, and I'm not sure if we can handle an entire building full of that. You do make a, an astute observation. I feel that understanding our enemy is paramount to escape, as well as navigating this hellhole. Slash sort of, you know, cricks his neck, cracks, cracks his knuckles. So I suppose we just simply wait in the cell until we are fetched. Agreed. All right, let's all mosey on back and play some ring toss with a dead body. <laughs> that <laughs> play some marbles up, again? Play this, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Actually, this does bring up another problem. It, clearly, they will open the cell to fetch us if they do come down. It's not exactly easy to hide a body in plain sight. Do we have anything to cover the body? Do we have anything that perhaps matches? I perhaps could minor illusion something, but I'm not entirely sure that would be sufficient to cover a body inside of a white padded room. Could minor illusion make him look like the wall? Like the wall? Probably. Yeah. I'm guessing minor illusion has some pretty, some restriction. I mean, you tell me, someone. I'm guessing... There's something written in that cantrip that says you can't turn an entire full-size body into a wall. <laughs> so what if we just fold the body so it's kind of like in the fetal position? You make a white box that matches the pattern of the wall, and therefore he and he's inside that minor illusion box. I mean, you guys are making it sound like ventriloquism isn't a thing. <laughs> just make him pretend like he's are, alive. Are you? Wait, are you? Are you going to put him on your lap? We could make that happen, sure. Where are you, where you going to put your <laughs> We're all in masks sure. and robes, I mean. not serious at all, nor will a random <laughs> box in the corner. That won't be weird either. <laughs> Bear in mind, it only lasts for a minute, so that, it's not exactly something that can be entertained for any length of time. It, it might be all, they, all we need when they pop in. Does the door open outwards or inwards? Uh, you, from the hall, you have to pull. Okay. So there's no just like putting it in the crevice behind the door so they would open it and not see it. <laughs> no. <laughs> How deep is the padding in the in the walls? We we scratched some of it open about before. A couple inches. Okay, so not enough that we could cut it open, stuff no, the body. No. Shoot. I mean, somebody's now got a huge cudgel. We can <laughs> Fred Flintstone him to pieces and hide him in the walls. Is that what you want to do? Are we going to cut this guy up? And just, yeah, we can go full chicken breast on this guy and just pound him out flat. Did you say Fred Flintstone him to pieces? What's like? Is was Fred Flintstone a serial murderer? What's the I, reference there? I don't get that reference. He, I no. He just had a club and he liked to hit people with right. it. That's a, that's I don't as think far that's as that even goes. accurate. He just yeah. said yabba dabba do and like slided <laughs> down dinosaur or tails man if any like bowling good guy yeah that was bam bam <laughs> bam bam oh, had the club yeah, okay bam bam had the club all right interesting we should talk about fred flintstone we should talk <laughs> about the flintstones next time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure okay <laughs> in any event putting him in a corner ideally the corner that we think that is going to be furthest from field of view is something i feel is going to be our best bet see any harm in putting him in the corner that's hardest to see from uh, the perspective of the other side of the door. Yep. Minor detail, though. What else are you guys thinking? Like, you guys just chilling inside this cell till. I think we're waiting for dynamics change. Yeah, I think we're waiting for the next round of heart attack or something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, or at the very least until move like movement comes, so we can like if we can tell what time of day people are going to be here or people are going to be gone and the time between that, then that could give us an actual like window of opportunity to do other stuff absolutely absolutely that's what i've been panicking about all week <laughs> and this would give us a short rest per chance 
You guys want to hang out in the cell for an hour and take a shorty? I think so. Let's try it. You can certainly give it a go. Honestly, I kind of want to try to, like, it's early-ish in the day. If we try to get an, a full eight hours of rest, we might be able to get rid of this stress point and be able to go explore in the middle of the night. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, there's no light. That's so. ambitious. They, they're they probably going to check on us and punch us in the face. But, I mean, the other option is we have exactly as little as we do now. So... It's a I good mean, point. There's nothing stopping us from running into the cellar, grabbing some pepperoni, hiding it <laughs> in our shirts, coming back to the cell. You know, if we're going to be here for eight hours, may as well make it comfy. Fine. If that will get us... To at least stay put for a little bit, we can try to get a bit of pepperoni from the cellar. Yes. <laughs> Slash nods at Merlin. We're going to die. Right. Me and you. Me and you, friend. Let's go do it. <laughs> oh, my God. So you're going to, the rest of you staying back and the two of you are going to go hopefully get some cured pepperoni sticks from the cellar. Yep. We're going to be looking all normal doing it. In okay. our, in our yep. robes and masks. Robes. Yep. You, uh, Merlin, take the cudgel. Maybe that's a sign of office or something. I don't know. He had it with him. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll have the cudgel on me. Sure. Slash hands on the keys as well. Okay. All right. I'm the I'm the big boss man now. Look at you. You got all the things. You've got all the stuff, and you open the cellar door. There's a bunch of cured salted meats hanging from the ceiling. A bunch of dried fruit, some fish hanging from hooks kind of thing, some salted fish, well-preserved food, boxes and boxes of hardtack, a couple barrels of uh, some ale, maybe a, one of wine, who knows. All kinds of stuff in here. And once the door is open, you can immediately smell and hear the sounds of people cooking in the kitchen above you. Uh, so you guys were led through the kitchen down the cellar stairs. And now that you're in this room, 100% can hear like people cooking upstairs. You can't okay. see it, but I am vigorously shaking my head no at the two of them. <laughs> and because of That's that, I'm guys... shaking my head yes. What do you guys do? Um, Slash will put a finger to his lips as if to indicate quiet. He puts a hand to stop Merlin. Um, and Slash is going to point to the pepperoni, point to some dried mangoes. And put a thumbs up, and sort of like, you know, tilt his head as if asking a question. Sure. Why don't you both of you just give me a stealth check? Sure. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Remember, minus one due to stress. Yeah, that's... And the... with disadvantage due to chain mail. Yeah. For, okay. For so I, Merlin gets a total of nine on his stealth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Slash got a seven. <laughs> oh, my God. The beauty of the stealth check is you never really know when it's gone awry, right? Right. Uh, with your nine and your seven, you confidently pluck some pepperoni sticks out of the ceiling. You get some what? Some dried mangoes you were yep. after? Yes, please. Uh, I, you load up your arms, head back to the cell if you want to. Yeah, I don't yeah, see awesome. any need that's to stick around. That is okay. the plan. <laughs> Off you go. Back to your cell, arms full of food. Hell yeah. It sounds like you guys want to take a rest. You guys want to, sounds kind of to me like you want to start with a short and maybe hope it turns into a long if nothing if dynamics don't change is that what i'm kind of hearing here yeah sort of taking watches try to at least hear things happening but yeah so yes short starting with a short rest going for the short rest well i can tell you that now that you're now that you're in this cell you've got the the lock is broken but you've made it look like everything's fine body hidden in the corner you've got a set of keys arms full of pepperoni dried mango have yourself a little feast inside this cell. An hour goes by uninterrupted, and you guys get your short rest. Do your hit-die thing. Yes, thank Take you. Take care of that right quick. Nice. And so at the end of the hour, you guys are, are from what I hear, you guys are just going to keep waiting it out and hope you can get even more rest into you. Is that, is that where we're going? Seems to be. Yeah. Seems to be. Uh, so after your short rest, we'll call it maybe it's like 6, 6.30, somewhere in there. About 6 o'clock is the time that you hear a lot of footsteps and shuffling coming from upstairs, like a lot. 
to the point that you're pretty confident. It's like, here, the volleyball game is over. Here they come. <laughs> volleyball is done. Dear. You can hear the cellar door get opened up. Uh, there's a lot of foot shuffling as all these patients are led back down here into this basement. You can hear cell doors opening up, people getting shuffled inside. The whole procession kind of takes probably about 15 minutes before everyone's like in cells and secured and all the doors are shut and you hear quite a few people come down. And you hear what sounds kind of like a, a cart, maybe like a cart full of food trays, as sounds like dinner is going to get served up to all the cells. Time to poke some food through some food holes. Everyone doggy pile Merlin. We're not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if it's our tech. <laughs> <laughs> The Actually, cart okay. <laughs> starts to come around, and you guys are given a tray of uh, like good good food, a bunch of dried meat, cheeses, fruits, veggies. A tray full of food is popped through this door. You can also hear now at this point, though, coming from the direction of the cellar, you hear a familiar sound of... <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> a real, actual chicken? That's... I think the joke's dead. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just me doing a bad chicken impression, guys. Uh, but you do hear the sound of what sounds like chicken dude uh, is in the direction of the cellar, it sounds like. At this point, I'd say maybe hour and a half-ish has passed. No one comes to fuck with you. Do you you're still committed to sitting here? What's the plan? Does anything change? Well, so it'd be six o'clock now, and we're about an hour in. So seven hours after six o'clock is what, like one AM? Yep. I mean that sounds like a although after nighttime vampires are a thing but they're not normal vampires, and they slept at night, too. Like, young Colin went to sleep. Or maybe he just looked... He went to stare weirdly at other people for the night. Aw, oh, man. But, I mean, you know, it's... it's you're, you make a point. There's no bonus or penalty to nighttime against any of those guys. Fair. Daywalkers. Yeah, I mean, but any of the non-vampires, at the very least, like, the the vast majority of people are going to be asleep at 1 a.m., so at least we probably won't run into anyone. It's a good chance to maybe check on Van Richtensel again, see if he's there. Yeah, I'd, True. I'd like to try to wait the full eight, try to wait until 1 a.m., and if anything else happens between six and then, then we'll know that for tomorrow as well. Well, if there's a tomorrow, I'm gonna cast Mage Armor then while I sleep. Before I sleep. So it sounds like we're we're waiting till it's till it's nighttime. Sticking in this cell, waiting yeah. till nighttime. Are we gonna set up watches so we can kind of keep track of what goes on? One hundred percent. Cool. Sounds like a good idea. How's his sure. body doing? Is his body still just being a body right now? The co the corpse, the corpse or the orderly? Yeah. yeah, still just still just a corpse. All right, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I wake up throughout the night, I will fire a prestidigitation on the corpse to make him smell exactly like the cell did before we killed the guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you guys stay dug into this cell. Hope that no one comes and bothers you for eight hours. I'd say another hour goes by. The balking of a ch that chicken, like you can hear, it's very loud. It sounds like it's coming from beyond the cellar, maybe even... The door is like towards where young Erasmus had drawn an eye. Sounds like maybe that's where Chicken Man is at. And 
They sound very, very distressed. I My distressed fake chicken isn't as good, <laughs> so I'll do you the favor of saving you from it. But it sounds like a chicken in distress for quite some time, like a lot of, of uncomfortable noises that, I don't know, they go on for maybe five, ten minutes before you just stop hearing chicken noises. Oh, no. There's a bunch of other noises that go on over the course of an hour or two, you know, random screams coming from other cells, crying, laughing. There's very disturbing noises resonating throughout these hallways. At, say, about 8 o'clock, you can all immediately see the gas that just starts pouring out of the little buttons in your cell, like the little mattress buttons on the walls, the padding, all of them just start pouring gas into the cell. Okay. Oh, no. I need, uh, I need Lenara and Tess to give me some con saves as you watch Merlin... Lustra and Slash fall unconscious. I mean, it's one way to get a long rest, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And when I say unconscious, you can immediately see that their their chests are still moving. They're alive, but it would seem as if the room is filling up with sleep gas. And despite the fact that you've got pointy ears, I still need a con save. Oh, that's... Concerning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're going to trace your way out of this one. <laughs> right. I mean. I think they've never had to deal with elves before. <laughs> Is this what sleep feels like? Oh, God. <laughs> Both of you give them concepts. What did you get? Uh, 17. And uh, with uh, my plus four constitution, I got 24. 24 and a 17. Not 20, baby. Damn. Tess... You fall asleep. Oh, shit. And Lenara, you are the only person conscious. And you can kind of hear sounds coming from the right, like the screaming, the crying, the laughing, all those weird asylum noises have started, like they're they're stopping. So you kind of get the impression that this is happening basement-wide and people are falling asleep. Like they're just dropping like flies. You are very, very tired. Like, this is taking an incredible amount of effort to not succumb to. Do you do anything in the few, in, like, what do you do? What's your immediate reaction? Four of your party just boom, 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 boom. Flies drop to the ground to sleep. Immediate reaction is slap test in the face as I go towards the vent and start breathing out of that. You mean like the... The, uh, the vent the at the bottom. Hole? The food hole. Okay. You slap Tess. It has no effect. Tess is still out cold. And you like open the, that slot and realize that the halls are also filled with this gas. And I need you to give me another con save. 23. 23. You're still up. Anything else you want to do? Um, at this point, you can hear... The shuffling of feet, uh, like walking down the hallway. Seems like someone's out there unaffected by this. What do you do? I'm going to start holding my breath. And I'm going to burst through the door. Through the door? Through the door. Oh, boy. You burst through the door. There's no lock, so it requires no effort for you to burst through First through and tell there's gas all over the halls. Give me another con save. Eleven. Eleven. You kind of pass out on the ground just as you hear Captain Baker's voice. And you see one single figure walking in the hallway. And Captain Baker sees you burst through the door. Uh, and she says, where do you think you're going? 
And with that, you fall asleep. <laughs> Can I say to sleep before I fall? <laughs> <laughs> you get the two out. To dreamland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I've killed us. Oh, no. I killed us. No, Tess killed us because if we all just fell asleep in the room, it would have been fine. Slash, roll me a D100. Oh, shit. Um, so that's what, just a percentile plus a D10? Uh, that is a 34. He promised he'd come for you first. He promised he'd come for Slash first. Talk some shit to Baker on the boat. Yep, I sure <laughs> did. <laughs> He said he'd come for you first, and he was not lying. Oh my god! Slash. Throw up in my mouth. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. Oh, he's gonna take my dried oh. fruits. Oh. <laughs> this is bad. Oh, slash. You eventually wake up. You find yourself in a much smaller room than you were before, all by yourself. All by yourself. The walls and the ceiling of this room are slick and gleaming with silver, silver-lined walls and ceilings. The walls themselves are marked with a bunch of numerous dents, like looks like maybe like a baseball has been thrown up against the wall all over the place. All these tiny little dents in the wall. The ceiling is kind of glowing softly, giving this whole room this sort of eerie radiance. And there's this low metal table in the room. Right in the center of the room. With a bunch of leather straps on it. And it is on this table that you find yourself strapped to. Your legs and arms are free. But your waist, stomach, chest, neck. Your whole torso is strapped down tight to this metal table. Arms and legs free to move. The whole room has this like bitter smell of blood and sweat on the air. There's kind of that lingering scent of uh, like a chemical. Like try, someone tried to cover it up with Lysol, but Lysol's just not doing the trick. It smells bad in here. What do you do, if anything, when you wake up? All right. So... Slash would wake up. Uh, does he still have his effects on him? Does he still have any weapons on him? Does he still have any of that stuff on him? Or is he basically stripped down to his skivvies and, 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 and on this table? Down to your loincloth. What about the sandals? <laughs> Just loincloth. <gasps> Even the sandals. <clears throat> okay. And... Hmm... I suppose Slash's first instinct would be to test the restraints, see if they are, in fact, difficult to move in, or if he can remove himself from the restraints. So I suppose he would struggle against the restraints first, see if he can't break free. Sure thing, give me an athletics check. 16, or sorry, stress, 15. 15 is not enough to break free, and you come to the conclusion that these these are basically a bunch of like big, thick leather belts almost, right? And like the buckle, the, the part that's fastened together, you come to the conclusion that it's fastened underneath the table so that you can't get to it. All right. What do I hear? Do I hear anything, or is it deathly silent? It is deathly silent at the moment. Hmm. Uh, is there a door in the room I can see? Make a... Uh, investigation with disadvantage because you can't even move your head around. Mm, well, that sucks. So, with a disadvantage, that is 13. 13. You don't see a door in here. As far as you can tell, there are no exits. Hmm. Alright. Let's see. Do I have anything up my sleeve here? Salash asks his, uh, 
the person he was talking to uh, after Tess. Well, flesh is failing. Do you see any way out of here? A a voice kind of talks into your ear. I don't, I don't, uh, it don't look good, bro. I, uh, you sure you can't get to them straps? Come on, I don't know what you, I need you. I can't do nothing without you. You strapped, what am I supposed to do? Suggestions, I suppose. Uh, Slash is going to try and reach, can he reach like under the table and get at any of the buckles? I suppose it probably wouldn't be there, but he can try. You can't. You move your arm. I mean, you try as hard as you can. And no, you can't yeah. bend your... You're like strapped down to this table face up. And the release for these straps is under the table. There's no way to bend your arms in that way. Alrighty. Slash um, uh, grits his teeth. And he goes, all right. I'm going to try something. And Full Metal Alchemist style, he's going to clap his hands and he's going to cast Thunder Wave to see if he can't blast these things off of him. Okay. What, uh, is that an attack roll? Uh, it's con a, save. It's a con save. Con save? Con do- save DC 13. It doesn't work. Does not work. It doesn't work. But when that's what, thunder damage? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. But with that boom, when the boom kind of stops echo- echoing in this room, you suddenly do see a door because someone walks in a very well hidden door in the walls opens up and a masked robed figure walks into the room takes the mask off and shows you the look of excitement on their faces dr rayner from the boat and he looks at cut arm (laughs) and then Another voice kind of comes over. You just hear it in the room. And you just hear this. Ah, you will have no luck with resisting. It is best if you just try to stay still, yeah? Please let me introduce myself. I am Dr. De Claude Heinfroth. And I assure you I am only here to help. Dr. Captain Baker tells me. That you have quite a bit of confidence, yeah? He says your self-esteem is very high. (laughs) (laughs) I assure you, such high levels of self-esteem, they can be very good, but we must be very careful with these things. I find that if you are not careful with such emotions, they will lead to boasting, showing off. But that is okay, I have treatments that will help you with these kinds of things, yeah? We can help humble you here. So, so please simply lie still, yeah? Salash so lowers his arms. Um, greetings, doctor. I assure you that I make no boasts, and that while my self-esteem may be well-founded, it is not without a certain humbleness that precludes me from my compatriots you see i consider myself quite weak on the contrary to what your dear captain might say of me i've cursed my own weakness since i've gotten here as a matter of fact but i am curious doctor do you see yourself as a humanitarian uh he just here a voice come back and says my you are so full of yourself even in this situation I find that the best thing for these kinds of situations is to help separate the mind from the body. You see, pain is a very interesting thing. It is very interesting. No matter what kind of pain, there are so many different kinds of pain. Dr. Rainer is very, very well versed in these things. But most of these types of pain, they manifest from the mind, not the body, yes? I find that separating the two can help with the conditions you are suffering from, yeah? And before you have a chance to answer anything else, you hear this kind of whirring, buzzing noise. as It almost sounds like the table you're lying on 
has been activated. And the voice says, are you left-handed or right-handed? Uh. <laughs> uh, Slash answers honestly. He says, I am in fact right-handed. Ah. And so the area of the table underneath your right hand starts to get really hot. Like oven hot. Stove top. Hot. Mm. What do you do? Um, instinctively would... Like, my arms are free, so I would instinctively move the arm. Okay. As you put your arm up, this random bolt of electricity shoots out from one of these dents in the wall, slams you in the arm, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw after marking... Uh, two points of damage off your character sheet. Okay. Oh my god. Um, would this be considered a magical effect? No. No. But it is against paralysis. Oh boy. This science. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> You're taking science damage. Uh, uh, con save. That is. Oh shit. Stress. Uh, that brings it down to a nine. A nine is not enough, and as you instinctively raise your right arm off this hot table, lift it up into the air, it gets zapped by electricity and becomes paralyzed and falls right back onto the hot table, and you can smell and hear your own flesh being cooked. And I need you to take an additional three points of burning damage... And after a few moments, the paralysis wears off. Do you do anything? He's going to try and just hover his hand just a little bit above it. <laughs> He's not going to raise it, but just, just hover it a little bit. Just a little bit off so that it's just not directly being cooked. Sounds like a raised arm to me. <laughs> <laughs> just like the table is a young female groupie and his hand is someone famous. <laughs> I'm, I'm hover handing <laughs> the table. Okay. He goes yeah. to Keanu Reeves. First it's denial, then it's bargaining. <laughs> oh my God. So arm on the table or raise the arm? I don't have much of a choice. Arm on the table here. Or do something else if you can think of something else. Um... So, what do I see at this point? So, I've seen a bolt of lightning come out of the, like, the pockmark in the wall. Out of, yeah, just a random, yep, dent in the wall. Okay. Shot lightning at you as soon as the arm was not in contact with the table. Table itself is is, is glowing red hot like a stovetop. It's glowing red hot like a stovetop. But it's just the part around my right arm. Correct. Okay. Um... In which case, Slash is going to make a show of it. Uh, he is absolutely going to wail in pain and just and just plead with him to stop. But he is going to keep his arm there. On the table? On the table. Give me a... Uh, is it wisdom? I think it is. Uh, so, yeah, if you are keeping your hand or your arm on the table, I need you to give me a uh, wisdom saving throw. That's monstrous. Like, you have to save to stay there, but um, if you don't, you get shot? That, that, is, that is a 13. 13 is not enough, what and we'll fuck, talk man? about what kind of level of madness. And, oh, actually, sorry. So, a fail actually represents you not being able to hold your hand down against this incredible pain. And instincts kick in and lift your arm off the table and again it gets zapped this time for six points of lightning damage once again your arm goes completely numb hits the hot stove top this point you take so much damage that you can feel your consciousness start to slip. This is... Well, six damage was exactly how much health I had left. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, as you can feel your eyes kind of closing, the last thing you hear is the voice of Dr. Rayner growing closer to you, saying, cut the arm. And then you're out cold. 
you all wake up the next morning, including Salash, fully rested. Those of you who aren't Salash <laughs> lose a point of stress for being fully rested. Like a baby. Stress wow. is gone, so you got your wish there. Oh, Tess isn't stressed. Colin took three points there. <laughs> and you all wake up and can see Salash's one-armed body just curled up in the fetal position in the middle of this cell. He's still out cold, and it looks a lot like they've cut off his right arm. And we'll see you guys next week. What the Damn. actual <laughs> fuck, man? Oh, he finally got one! Yay! Yay, Dr. Rayner. My uh, meat was weak. <laughs> High five, select. Oh, too soon. Oh, God. Handshakes are going to suck now. <laughs> oh, my God. Thumbs up. High five. I Handshake. still have one arm. <laughs> yeah, still but me is weak. Still have one. Oh, my God. <laughs>